Welcome to the Warrior Growth Academy podcast, a place for anybody and everybody who wants to become the best versions of themselves. Your story doesn't make you who you are. It is the rest of your story, who you choose to be. You can write a story about who you've been, and you can write a story about who you are now, but you can also write a story about who you could be. It's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. Look into your heart and see what it is that you truly want. You have to take possession of your life. You must be the master of your own kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Warrior Growth Academy podcast, where we cover all the things that will make us learn and grow into becoming the better versions of ourselves. Whether you're single or taken, you probably go on dates. But have you ever imagined and thought what it's like for the other person? What is it like to date you? And more importantly, let's explore why dating yourself is the best thing you can do. Alright, so yesterday I went on a date. It was a beautiful evening, romantic vibe, good music, good food, great wine. I really had a great time. Want to know what's the best part? I was on my own. Yes, I went on a date with myself. I know it might sound weird for some, I know others have done it in the past, but going on solo dates is freaking awesome. And not even just the date itself, also what it represents, but also the whole process. You clean up, you get ready, you get all sexy, you walk into the restaurant or the bar, you ask for a place of one, you sit down, you get to enjoy your own company, you get some thoughts, you get uncomfortable at some moments, you want to start looking around. All those emotions and mixed feelings because it is probably something you don't do every single week so of course it will feel awkward and weird but it's really a powerful practice and this is what we will talk about today first i just want to make a distinction between for example time you spend alone at home but you're doing something maybe also time you spend alone When you take a walk or even at home, but you're reflecting, you're more present with yourself, you as a human being, and also the date or that special activity where you are again alone. So the first one, when let's say you're reading a book or watching something on TV, your focus is outside of you. So sure, you are alone and there are many benefits to that of not always being with people, right? But you are still focused on something external. Then in the second case, when you're spending, let's say, time alone, you're journaling or reflecting or meditating or you are, you know, with your thoughts and kind of just observing yourself, you are still most probably in a familiar place. And also you can very well, after five, ten minutes, get to do something else, right? Because you tell yourself, okay, I've done it. I've done this little thing I told myself I will do. I journaled for five minutes or 10 minutes. I reflected 
whatever the activity or the goal was, but you move on to something else, sometimes out of boredom, sometimes out of uncomfort, but whatever the reason is, you're still in a familiar place, aka your home, let's say, and also you can move on very quickly. And that's where the third case of dating yourself and going on dates with yourself becomes very interesting is that by going to a restaurant or let's say a bar, you can't really just sit down and after five minutes leave, right? Because most probably you will order some stuff and also just the process of getting ready, kind of this excitement and maybe also fear of awkwardness is also part of that experience and goes on for one, two, even three hours. All right, so what are the benefits of that? First one, I know the word itself might be cliche or even misunderstood, But dating yourself cultivates self-love. And self-love is simply showing and giving yourself love. If you don't have any for you, you won't have any for nobody else. And you might, even worse, want to get love from others to fill that void. And that's a dead-end game. You cannot win and you cannot sustain a ever-looking-for-outside-love type of life. So when you treat yourself like this by going on a date and also spend more time with yourself, you're telling yourself that you are good company, that you get to enjoy your own company. You remind yourself that you deserve that time. You don't need a reason or someone else to go out. You are a good enough reason. Then another benefit is that you get to know yourself. Just as you go on a date with someone and each time, each date, let's say it goes well, so you go on a first one, a second one, a third one, a 50th one, every time you get to know them better, right? So when you spend time with yourself, you get to know yourself better. And that's, of course, assuming that you're not on your phone the whole time because then there's no point at all of going on a solo date and spending the whole time on your phone. The goal is to, as on a date with someone else, spend time with the person you're with, in this case, yourself. Then what it also does, it it builds confidence. Even if it's not the craziest thing to do, it still takes courage to do this because anything that is uncomfortable, even on a small level or a bigger one, builds and strengthens the courage and your confidence. And I'm obviously just guessing that you're not going on a solo date every three days. I know a few people that literally it's their thing. And for them by now, it's second nature. It's easy. There's nothing uncomfortable in this. But speaking on average, most of the people will not go often or even every month or two on a solo date. So it is something that might feel uncomfortable and awkward So again, facing this and doing this despite the discomfort builds that courage and confidence and then that applies everywhere in your life. When you build courage and self-confidence, it will not just apply on the dating scene, it will apply in your life in general because you're growing as someone more courageous and more confident. So wherever it is at work, in your regular life, doesn't matter. You will build that confidence and that courage and you will be able to use it 
in different circumstances. Another thing dating yourself does is that it reminds you of your self-worth. We all sometimes have moments, sometimes longer than others, but we have those times of doubts, of low self-esteem. And this happens when deep down we don't feel worthy, worthy of love, of attention, of someone we put on the pedal store. And the repercussions of that can be horrible because then we're looking for approval. We're constantly doubting our abilities. We're accepting people in our lives that aren't good. We're settling for anyone that accepts us. And also, this is what drives that cheap dopamine addiction, the social media, the drugs, the alcohol, the porn, etc. I'm not going to get into this whole thing because this is a whole different discussion. But dating yourself reminds you and reconfirms your self-worth. And then the final benefit, which I would say is maybe a little bit less about yourself, but still goes into the whole experience and also into the beauty of life is that you truly get to enjoy the experience by being more present. When you're out with someone else, sure, you might be like, wow, yummy on the first bite of that plate, but your focus is elsewhere, right? Because you're talking with the person, you're interested in them, you're thinking about yourself, how you're perceived. All those thoughts are going on, so obviously you're not fully present in that moment. And I'm not just talking about the food or the wine you're drinking. Also, the ambiance, the music, the just the overall energy around you. So when you sit alone, each bite and each sip, you get to be fully present. And same for the time you're not eating or drinking. That's actually even better. And that's the most important, in my opinion. If you're present in the moment, you get to enjoy that moment, but also you get to enjoy yourself. You might even also feel the urge to grab your phone. And please don't. This is a way to escape the boredom and also maybe the discomfort by being by yourself. So sit with it. And I'm not saying you need to sit for two hours staring at the wall in front of you. No, personally, I have always a notepad and I write whatever I'm working on or the thoughts that come to my mind, whatever it is. And you decide. You can also bring a book and read. But again, the goal is not to distract yourself, but to enjoy the presence just as you wouldn't be the whole time on your phone if you're on a date with someone else. You're looking at them. You're listening to them. And this is exactly the same practice here. It's almost as if you're sitting in front of yourself and kind of having an internal conversation with yourself. I know it sounds a bit weird, but I think you get the point. The goal is to be present with yourself and not just to be sitting by yourself, but being distracted completely on something else. So anyways, I hope this gave you enough reason to date yourself, to ask yourself more often on a little date, to remind yourself that you are worthy, to give yourself some self-love, to build that confidence, to remind you of your self-worth, and also just to enjoy the experience, the food, the wine, whatever you're drinking or eating, the vibe of the place, the ambiance, And in a way, fall in love with yourself a little bit more each and every single time. So especially if you've never done this, I hope you accept this challenge of taking yourself out on a date. 
If you've done it, maybe take yourself out on a different date and be even more present and remind yourself even more of the love and the worth that you have. On this, I wish you a wonderful day and date. And I will see you at the next episode of the Warrior Growth Academy podcast. An educated person is not necessarily one who has an abundance of general or specialized knowledge. An educated person is one who has so developed the faculties of their mind that they may acquire anything they want. It is important to draw wisdom from many different places. If we take it from only one place, it becomes rigid and stale. Understanding others, the other elements, and the other nations will help you become whole. Step by step, the student is being brought together with himself to the point where he catches up with his own inner being and can accept it completely. And that is, you see, the most difficult thing to do, to accept oneself completely. But because we lack awareness or understanding of who we are, we're totally locked into a physical world and we let things outside of us control us. 95% of the population are reacting to life. They're not really living at all. And it's very important that you realize that your evolution, your, your journey through this incredible thing is nothing to do with anyone else. And you can't live your life the way your mommy and daddy want you to live it, or the way the people at the office say you gotta live it, or the way society says you gotta live it. You gotta live it for yourself.